Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello and welcome to The Blessed Journey for another week. First of all, an apology to those loyal listeners who listen every week. There wasn't a podcast last week. And the only excuse I have for you is that I'm human. I actually took a couple of days off and went up to Dubai... And by the time I got back, I just had too much to do and didn't get a chance to sit down and actually record something. So forgive me for having a week off, but I hope that you survived. (laughs) Now, this week, what we're going to be exploring is you may have noticed on social media a lot of talk and a lot of excitement because none of the major planets are in retrograde. Of course, whenever we have a retrograde, this is a time for learning because there can be challenges And it can be a time for growth. And when all the planets are going direct, this is a really great time for just getting out there, living life, and putting everything into action. So not delaying, not being caught up too much in introspection and that type of thing as well. Now, we do actually have a major retrograde happening next weekend. And that is on the 4th of February. This is going to be our first significant retrograde for the year, not including the Mercury retrograde that topped up in the end, it kind of came through in January few kind of wrapping up but this is the first one actually going in and this is Ceres retrograde now what or who is Ceres now she is considered to be a minor planet she is found in the asteroid belt she's the largest body in the asteroid belt which is a whole bunch of asteroids that sit between Mars and Jupiter so she's significantly large now in modern astrology and especially in, you know, in my astrological work as well, I find it really interesting to look at these major um, the, like Ceres, which is a minor planet, and these major asteroids such as Pallas, Athena, Juno, and Vesta. Because when we look at astrology, and we look at all the planets that we know so well, who are the masculine ones? We have Venus, the lover, and you have the moon, which represents the mother, and that's it. All the rest are other masculine archetypes. So the really interesting energy of these other major bodies that are actually quite close. So Ceres, Pallas Athena, Juno and Vesta are all closer to us than Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune and Pluto. They are smaller in size but closer. Now, obviously, the size and the proximity are two factors that impact how much we're going to feel the energy, and as they move and change direction and where they are, how much they're going to impact our lives. That's why the moon has the biggest pull on us because it is the closest body to us. So Ceres is quite significant. So who exactly is Ceres? Ceres is the Roman goddess of nurturing and nourishment and fertility. She was the goddess who would walk around on the earth and put all the flowers on the plants, all the fruits on the trees, and make sure all the grains grew so that humanity always had something to eat, that they were always nourished. To the Greeks, she was known as Demeter. She was the mother of Persephone, who you may have also heard of, who was abducted by 
Pluto, taken into the underworld, and then while she's there, she fell in love with him. So an agreement was struck where she'd spend half the time of the year down in the underworld with Pluto or Hades and the other half of the year up with her mother on the earth. And this is actually how the Greeks and the Romans explained the seasons because Demeter or Ceres didn't, when she didn't have her daughter, she was miserable and didn't do her job. So what would happen on the autumn equinox? Persephone would go into the underworld and so the world would become barren and cold and then on the spring equinox, Persephone would rise again and Ceres would walk around and celebrate by putting all the fruits and the flowers and getting everything to grow again. Really cool. Anyway, so what does Ceres represent in astrology? Well, she represents that nurturing and that nourishing side. She's considered to be what's called a higher octave of the moon. So you'll notice that these outer planets, so for example, Mercury's high octave is Uranus. What do I mean by that? Well, Mercury is very much about the mind and thoughts and quick witness. And when we kind of go out to Uranus, Uranus is very much about, you know, revolution and thinking outside the square and changing and technology and that type of thing. The high octave of Venus is Neptune. So Venus, we know, is about love and, you know, relationships and what we value. And Neptune is about the aesthetics and the fashion and the, the, the beauty of life and how, you know, fashion and photography and the arts all inspire us and all that type of way. And then Mars, the high octave of that, you got it, is Pluto. And so Mars is very much about that drive, that, that wanting to progress, that wanting to be victorious, to conquer. And Pluto is very much about that inner drive, that animalistic drive that motivates us. So they kind of become more spiritual the further they go out. And we can even go into our minor planets like Humea and um, Makey Make and Eris and all that type of thing. We'll cover that at a later date. But Ceres is considered to be the higher octave of the moon. So the moon is very much about that just nurturing and that motherly kind of energy. Ceres is actually about how well we nurture ourselves. So as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, whenever a planet goes into retrograde, that is a sign that it takes its support and its energy away. So what can we expect from the 4th of February? Expect relationships to cool off and you to feel that your needs aren't quite being met. You may find with a partner, with friends, with those who normally make you feel cared for or make you feel special. They just become a little bit more absent or they're not as around as much, not as available in that way. So the learning begins for 2023. What are we going to learn here? Well, we can either learn that our partner and our friends and the people around us aren't doing what we want them to. And we can have a tanty about that, a bit of a tantrum. Or we can learn to nurture and nourish ourselves. And if we can learn to do this, this can be a really great life skill because then whatever you get from every, anyone else is not because you need it. It's a cherry on top. It's a bonus in that type of way. It's a really great skill I've found to learn how to live by yourself and to be that self-sufficient that you don't have to rely on anyone else. Because as we know, everyone else will at some point in time disappoint us and not fulfill our expectations because they're concerned about themselves, as they have a right to be. So this is a really great time to work out how can you nurture and nourish yourself. 
So there are some beautiful essential oils and crystals that I like to lean into and that I recommend people work with around this time. So first of all, let's look at three essential oils. First of all, if you're wanting to bring in that very motherly, nurturing energy, lean into myrrh essential oil. Now, a lot of attention is given to frankincense, the king of essential oils, but his consort is myrrh. Now, there's a story about myrrh essential oil. It's quite an interesting one. It was Princess Mira who fell in love with her father. And when all the other women of the city went away for a festival, she stowed behind and hid in his closet. And at night, once he extinguished all the lights, she would sneak out and make wild, passionate love to him and then go and hide by the morning. And this happened night after night after night for seven nights in a row. And eventually, the king wanted to know who was this mysterious woman and lit a lantern to discover it was his own daughter. And he was repulsed and disgusted. He tried to have her killed straight away and she was banished from the kingdom. And she ran and she, you know, walked through the forests and the deserts and never knowing where she would go. She felt totally lost and felt remorse. And how could she have done what she had done? And all this, you know, regret and remorse within her. And then she started to realize after a few months that she had actually fallen pregnant for being with her father. And she thought, oh no, I can't allow a child to come into this world. And she begged the gods, please, you know, save me from this terrible destiny. And so what they did is they turned her into the myrrh tree. And the myrrh tree will continue to cry tears of regret and remorse. And so we, all as humans, will make mistakes, will stuff up, will shed those tears and Myrrh brings in that comforting energy to go, hey, we're all human and we all do silly things. The interesting thing is, is that from that, um, but, well, the birth, or who was birthed from the Myrrh tree was actually Adonis, the most beautiful man in the world. So sometimes what happens is there can actually be from bad things that happen, good things come. Revelations learnings, changes, new relationships, all these different types of things. But myrrh still has this kind of acceptance. We use myrrh essential oil for healing wounds. If you've got you know cuts or things in your mouth, myrrh is really great for a bit of a mouth rinse for that. If you've cut yourself you know, or you've got scarring or any skin issues, putting myrrh on that can be really great. She comforts and she heals the physical and she comforts and heals us when we're feeling a little bit lonely or remorseful, or sad, or just feeling a little bit blue. Being a resin oil and a very earthy resin oil, it's very quite grounding. So I love her. I love to add a drop to my skincare on my face, anoint her over your heart, put her on your feet as you get into bed at night, or even pop her in the diffuser as well. Now, if you're also wanting some another oil that's very, very snugly and comforting, very, very nurturing to bring that nurturing energy in during series retrograde. Lean into cassia. Now, cassia is related to cinnamon. Cinnamon, obviously, you're familiar with the smell of cinnamon, and cassia actually has a slightly sweeter smell. In fact, what you think you've probably had as cinnamon in several occasions in your life is actually cassia. So you know when we go to a supermarket and we buy the cinnamon sticks, and they're those kind of sticks that are kind of rolled up on each other. That's not cinnamon. That is is cassia and cassia um, is is cheaper and it's sweeter and you know has that beautiful comforting smell and we get an essential oil from it that is cheaper and 
you know, it's great for flavoring. I use my cassia for flavoring foods and hot chocolates and um, in my diffusers, whereas cinnamon bark, which just looks kind of like wood shavings, is a bit more expensive to extract and to farm, and that has slightly higher therapeutic benefits. So it's really good for balancing out blood sugar levels and different things like that. So you use your cassia for your flavoring and your fragrance or your scenting, like your diffusers, and use your cinnamon for your therapeutic benefits. So that's the difference between the two. But cassia on an energetic level, with that kind of, you know, the the bark is actually hugging itself. It's got that nurturing energy to it. It's like, mm, it's a warm hug. And we all, I think we all associate that cinnamon-esque smell with that comfort as well. So that's another great one to lean into during series retrograde. These two will really help you to, if you're feeling a bit unnurtured, having a bit of a suki moment, suki la la, then these two could be really great. Now, the interesting thing is, another great oil to lean into at this time is tea tree. So tea tree helps us with where we are having blocks in nurturing and nourishing ourselves. Now, you may have heard me share this story before, but let me share it again, that when we are young, in the first few months of our life, we see our mother, for want of a better term, as God, as the creator, as the all provider, because she gives us food, she gives us hugs, she gives us comfort, she gives us warmth, all those different types of things. So what will happen in the first few months of life if the baby wants something and its needs aren't met? doesn't mean that you had a bad mother. It may have been that the room was a bit cold. Mum had problems with her milk supply. Maybe you were a bit of a grizzly baby and mum didn't come running whenever you started crying straight away. The baby starts to make these conclusions in its mind that, well, there can't be anything wrong with mum, your provider. If I'm not getting what I ask for, maybe I don't deserve what I ask for. Maybe I have to try harder. Maybe I have to do something different. And we start to write all these scripts in the first few months of our life. Pretty scary. But, of course, you can't remember what on earth you were thinking in those first few months of life. But what we can see is the evidence of this, pre, uh, this early um, scripting in your life today. You may find yourself constantly surrounded in relationships where you are giving more or trying to prove yourself to others in order to get love. You may neglect your health and your well-being, putting others before yourself or working too hard and not making a priority. Or it can play out financially because when we don't value ourselves, the world doesn't value us and we don't get that income coming in. So this is a really great opportunity to dive in and go, okay, what what, what is the scripting? Why am I allowing this? Why have I got that, that thought pattern still? Why am I getting in relationships where people don't care about me? And the oil that helps us with this is tea tree. Tea tree is so amazing for helping to cleanse away any of this scripting that stops us from nourishing and nurturing ourselves. So if you find that this is an issue, lean into tea tree. So how would we work with these three oils? Well, during the day or whenever you're needing that nourishment, lean into either the myrrh or the cassia or combine them together somehow. When you're ready to start looking at why am I not nourishing myself? Why am I having issues? Why are these issues coming up? Then lean into tea tree. And so tea tree is gonna be a really great one to meditate with during this time. Now, another thing that can come up during um, series retrograde is awareness of our addictions and unhealthy ways that we nourish ourselves. Whether that be that we use alcohol to make us, to soothe us, to help get over the day, 
or some kind of drug or smoking or an addiction to shopping, gaming, zoning out on social media or television or something like that as well. And to work out how can I nurture and nourish myself in ways that actually fill my cup and make me feel better rather than drain me in one way or another. So that's a bit of an exploration of what series retrograde is about. And this is something that you know you can kind of explore. Now, each retrograde period obviously goes for a certain amount of time. And what you'll find is, you know, I like to think of each retrograde when it goes into retrograde and when it comes out of retrograde, it's like a course. So you're going to do a series retrograde course and it's going to go from the 3rd of February to the 6th of May. Now, when are going to be the most prominent times? The most prominent times like any course, if we go to university, it's orientation day. So it's when we first start. So the 3rd of um, February. Um, so I think I said the 4th before. It's actually, it is actually the 3rd that it actually goes in. Yeah, the 3rd of February it goes in and out on the 6th of May. So around the 3rd of February. So you may find 2, 3, 4 February. You know, relationships will cool off a little bit around then. And then the 6th of May it's your final exam. So that may be the extreme times when you're feeling really unnurtured and you're going to really need to nurture yourself in one way or another. There may be little bits, little blips throughout those three months of February, March and April before we get to the start of May that you this may come up. And this is where you lean in to these different essential oils. Now when it comes to crystals, I would really lean in to your green crystals, especially things like jade, Jade really obviously has this very nourishing, uh, it, it helps us to focus on the virtues of life, of, of being honest to ourselves and honest to other people, being kind, showing compassion. And even there's a beautiful stone called Maw-Sit-Sit, spelled M-A-W-S-I-T-S-I-T. It's kind of sometimes referred to as Burmese Jade, although it's not officially a variety of Jade. And this really brings a refreshing and uplifting, it's like a, f- a fresh breath of air. And any of these green crystals are really great for kind of bringing in this nurturing energy around you. So lean into them um, during this time as well. So you'll see me maybe around the start of February and around the end of May, definitely leaning into my green crystals, wearing them, um, talking about them a bit more and that type of thing as well. How I wanted to spend the rest of this episode is I just wanted to talk to... Uh, a few different tips of how we can lean into the gifts of nature and nature itself to nurture ourselves. Now, the other great thing that you can do is you can actually jump on a website like astro.com. Now, you can create a free profile and you can actually look up where was Ceres when you were born. Because each of the planets and each of the asteroids and each of the minor planets and dwarf planets and all that jazz were in one part of the sky, one twelfth of the sky, one quadrant of the sky, that is named after Aries or Taurus or Gemini and so on. Based on this, what your Ceres sign is, so you could have had Ceres in Sagittarius or Ceres in Taurus or so on, that will give you an indication of how you like to be nurtured. And it starts that kind of inner knowing and inner knowledge of what you actually require. And then you can analyze, do I have much of that in my life? Do I agree with that? How does that play out in my world? So looking up your series sign could be a really interesting aspect to do. But what I want to do is I just want to give some general ideas on how we can nourish and nurture ourselves during series retrograde, get into the habit straight away. But of course, we learn the lessons during a retrograde, 
but we don't forget the lessons because we want to keep on using them for the rest of our lives. Because what will happen next year, when we have our next series retrograde, guess what? The lessons come back again. But if you've learnt the lessons, you go on to the next level. If you haven't learnt the lessons, it's history repeating itself. So, what are some things that I recommend that you can do to actually start to nurture yourself and nourish yourself using nature and her gifts? The first thing I think is a really beautiful thing, and this is something I do each morning, is stopping and contemplating what do I need to pop in my diffusers? Now, a really great question to ask yourself is how am I feeling? Am I feeling restless or stressed and I need something to calm me? Or am I feeling a bit flat and a bit low and I need something to lift me? So if you need to calm down and settle yourself down, doTERRA has some great blends. I would select either balance or adaptive. Or if you actually are really kind of stressed and really kind of panicky or overwhelmed and, and scattered, one of their yoga blends called Anchor is absolutely marvelous. Other oils that could be good is like your wood oils, so things like your cedarwood or your sandwood or your root oils, something like vetiver could be really nice to pop in the diffuser to start the day. Now, if you're feeling a bit flat and need an uplift, this is where you want to lean into ideally probably your citruses. Any of your citruses, orange, lemon, lime, grapefruit, tangerine, clementine, green mandarin, yellow mandarin, red mandarin, kumquat, take your pick. Um, any of these are going to be absolutely great because they actually, when we breathe in, in, they signal to the brain to cheer up. Or you may also want to lean into the flowers. Remember the flowers, the action of a flower oil is to help us open up, open up gracefully and easily. So things, whether it be lavender or rose or geranium or a langalang, all these can be really, really beautiful for helping you to open up a little bit. So doTERRA again has some great blends. Blends like Citrus Bliss is amazing, which is, you know, all your citruses combined with a bit of vanilla. Or you can lean into Citrus Bloom, which actually has a combination of citruses, orange and grapefruit, with flowers in Roman chamomile, uh, is it lavender, I think, and magnolia off the top of my head. May not be lavender, it's either lavender or neroli, I can't remember. Anyway, so you've got the flowers and the citruses combined together. Now that may not seem too revolutionary, but just by stopping and going, what do I need this morning? And asking yourself that question, you are doing something that the majority of the world does not do. Most people wake up and their whole day is dictated by the world around them. What do I mean by that? Well, think about how most people wake up by an alarm. So I get out of bed because why? Something is beeping or playing a song and telling me to get up. I look at the time on the clock and that tells me by my schedule what I need to be doing, what time I need to be in the shower, what time I need to be eating breakfast, what time I need to be in the car. We're also then responding to different things such as children or partners that are making requests of us. We then, you know, based on the clock as well, we are, you know, I've got to be at work, I've got to be at school, I've got to drop this off, I've got to do this. You know, we look at our account balance, that means we have to do certain things with that. We get a notification from an email that means we need to pay a bill. And we just, we're almost like this ping pong ball, bouncing around, bing, 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 by whatever grabs our attention. And most people will not actually take a moment to go, hold on, am I happy with this? How am I feeling? What do I want today? We're letting the outside world dictate what we want. 
And so one way to nurture and nourish ourselves is to ask ourselves, how am I feeling and what do I want? And by choosing your essential oils, do I need an upper or a downer? It's a really simple way to start the day. Now, you can also pair this with, I'm sure you probably have a nice crystal collection. Now, you may like to wear different jewellery each day, or you might like to carry different tumbled stones each day. And just standing in front of your crystal collection and going, hmm, what am I drawn to today? What should, what should I go for today? And then maybe something that you go, okay, I need something uplifting, so I'll get something vibrant like a carnelian or a sunstone or a citrine. Or maybe I need a bit of grounding and I'll get something like an amethyst or a smoky quartz or a black tourmaline. You, you may follow that. Or you might just go, hmm, my aquamarine looks good today. I might wear that. I don't know why. And that's kind of leaning into your intuition. And maybe at the end of the day, reflecting on why did I choose the aquamarine and how did it help me? Could be another great thing as well. So these are really great. It's not. It may not seem like nurturing, but I guess the first stage of nurturing is knowing what you want. And a lot of the time, we don't want what we want. We get asked what we want suddenly and we kind of are like a deer in the headlights because we're like, oh, I live such or so much of my life being told what I should do that when I'm actually given this free space to decide what I want to do, I don't know what I want to do. And I know I'm guilty of that. Because I work so I, I work long hours and so many different things and the aspects to what I do that I can work non-stop and have a break. And then when I have some time off, I'm like, hmm. I noticed that when I was away in Dubai. I was like, I need to work out a schedule. I need to block things in so I know what's happening rather than just relaxing. So this can be a really great way to start the day. Now, another thing to do is to look at aromatic dressing. So this was a term that I believe was coined by my co-author Vanessa Jean, who wrote the book Gifts of Essential Oils with me. And basically what it is, is it's grabbing, you get a squirt of fractionated coconut oil, or if there's a body lotion that you like to use. I really like the doTERRA ones because I know what's in them. And a lot of the time what we're buying and putting on our body has artificial or petrochemicals in it that can actually hinder the efficient running of our body. And what you do again is you choose five drops of essential oil. Now, you may want to make your own blend. You might want to do something with a drop of cassia, two drops of myrrh, and maybe two drops of rose. I just made that one up kind of thing. Or you might just want to do five drops of myrrh, whatever you want. Or you might choose a doTERRA blend. And put that, you know, mix that together in a little bowl with your fractionated coconut oil and the um, essential oils. Dip your fingers in it. And then you rub that over your body. Now, it's best to actually start, you can do a bit of lymphatic drainage here. So our lymph system is kind of like our drainage system. But it doesn't have a pump like our cardiovascular system has the heart. And so basically our lymphatic system relies on our movement, our muscles, to push everything where it needs to go. However, sometimes we live a not-so-active life, and so we're not draining that lymphatic waste out of our body. So... Our, our drains, our lymph nodes, are in our groin, under our arms, uh, in, our, in our neck. And that's why they swell up when we're sick, because they're kind of you know dealing with more rubbish. But what we can do is we, we dip and rub that oil blend, and we kind of gently massage that up our legs, helping our lymphatic drainage and just filling our legs. And then we go you know over our belly and rub that down to the groin, and over our chest and our breasts, and, and rub that towards the um, 
arms and up our arms towards our underarms as well and even a little bit on our neck and even through our hair. And this is beneficial for so many different reasons. One, with aromatic dressing, what you're doing is you're massaging essential oils into your body, which are going to be beneficial. The only ones I should kind of red flag a little bit is remember most citrus oils, with the exception of green mandarin, when placed upon the body and the skin makes your skin more photosensitive, which means more prone to burning. So aromatically dressing in citrus oils, if you're going to spend a lot of time out in the sun, could increase your chance of getting sunburned. So be wary of that. But any other oil is going to be absolutely fabulous. So the benefits to obviously the oils soaking into our skin, it's going to nourish our skin and go into our body and have benefits that way. Secondly, you smell great and you're not using perfumes or fragrances because perfumes and fragrances actually hinder the smooth running of our body as well because again, they have those fake or artificial um, ingredients in them. And if you're curious about that just google dangers of perfumes and you'll find some yeah some interesting articles on there the other great thing is you're touching yourself now i'm not getting all saucy and raunchy on you but a lot of the time we're not in touch because we're so aware of what's happening around us and that external stimuli that we're not actually aware of how our body feels and as you touch your legs you might go oh wow that leg's a bit sore Hmm, that leg's bigger than the other. I wonder why. Well, oh, I didn't even notice that spot there. Maybe I should get that checked out. All little things like that. And, and you can actually say affirmations about how you feel about your body. I love your body. I love your legs. I love your belly. I love your breasts. I love your arms. I love your hands. All those different types of things. It's just a really nice way to honor the body that is the vehicle that we're stuck with for our whole lives. It's how we navigate through our lives is through our body. This can be... Now, you can also add on to this and bring in some aromatic blessing. Now, I actually have a mini course on my online academy, the Adam Barrow Academy. And if you haven't checked it out, please check it out. I'll put the link in this note. But there's a little, um, I think it's a 90-minute course where I teach you different rituals where you can do chakra blessings with different essential oils. Or you can do the opening with the flat, um, opening to the goddess with the flowers or the connecting with the strength of nature, with the wood oils, and all these different types of way of actually making a bit more of a ritual of choosing certain oils and anointing them on the body in particular ways. So that's another thing you can kind of take that to the next level. And that may not be something you can do every day until you get it into a good habit, but just that aromatic dressing. Again, done within a minute. Why I love doTERRA's fractionated coconut oil is it stays liquid. It's ethically sourced and purely sourced we know it's only coconut oil in there it doesn't have a scent energetically coconut is a plant of purification so it's purifying and cleansing and it soaks in within 30 seconds so within 30 seconds you'll notice that you smell great but you're not feeling oily like a penguin that had just um, swim through an oil slick so really really beneficial and it dilutes the oil so that your skin doesn't react to them as well so that can be a really nice thing. So maybe you should put yourself on an aromatic dressing challenge over series retrograde. Can you aromatically dress non-stop for that whole three months? And then why stop after that? Keep going as well. Another really beautiful thing to do, and this is something I did very early on in my, um, in my working with crystals and essential oils, was laying on the couch, putting on some music, and just sitting with a crystal or sitting with an essential oil. 
a lot of the time we kind of go, well, I'm doing this so I get this result. But bring back that curiosity of a child and go, what happens if I just lay on the couch or on my bed or somewhere quiet with my new crystal or with a new essential oil? What will it tell me? What will I get out of it? Now, obviously on this podcast, and there's a lot, you probably follow other social media aspects as well, where people tell you what crystals are for and what essential oils are for. Again, don't be the ping pong ball. Add your take on that as well. I would love people to go, Adam, you always talk about draining being great for trust. I don't get that at all. I get a totally different message from it. Brilliant. That's what I want. I want that self-discovery. So try that, finding some time out, and that's where I actually learned most of the stuff I know about crystals. And on a lesser degree, essential oils. But really, when I had more spare time when I was younger, I'm just at home by myself. I lived by myself. Crystal on the couch, music, off I go. Drift in and out of sleep. Write down what it brought up for me. To take that to the next degree, what I also love to do is sit in front of my crystal collection and choose a crystal for each chakra. And then I will lay down and just put some music on, put the crystals on the seven chakras, and just relax. And I used to do that, you know, either just after I got home from work, used to work as a travel agent, so it was pretty stressful, or I'd do it when I went to bed. And I'd lay on my back, and I'd normally notice I'd, after about 20 minutes, I'd start to get restless, and that was enough time to take the crystals off and fall off to sleep. Again, nurturing yourself in a really beautiful way. Now, another thing to consider is we don't always have all the time in the world to set aside special time for nurturing and nourishing. So it can be really great to make sure that you find ways you can nourish and nurture yourself throughout the day by just making little changes in how you do things, how you set things up or so on. One of these can actually be in the music that you listen to or the sounds that you have around you throughout the day. You know, the artificial sounds of televisions and radios and beeping and alerts and all that type of thing can actually have an ill effect on our health. Whereas natural sounds of nature can actually be really quite beneficial. Now, if you live out in nature, get those blooming windows open. Get that fresh air in, get that sunlight in, and get the sounds of the birds and the, you know, the wind rustling the trees and all that coming in. But even if you don't, if you're in a more city area, like I am here in Bahrain at the moment, what you can do is you can create a playlist. And I'm going to share in the notes my forest bathing or my Shinrin Yoku playlist which is very much for, it's all different nature sounds. And I've got things of birds and other animals from around the world and cicadas and fires crackling and thunderstorms and all those natural sounds. And I just play that throughout the day, just as a background. And that can be really quite comforting and really quite supportive of your own well-being and nurture you in that way. So that can be another great thing to do. If that's not your jam, make a playlist nourish yourself and nurture yourself we know how inspiring music is so make yourself a playlist and really nourish yourself in that way now we talked a little bit about making blends to rub onto your body before but you know again there are great essential oil blends that are available everyone publishes them there's you know over 300 in gifts of essential oil my vanessa's book i'm always putting new blends up on instagram and facebook and sharing them everywhere but what about listening to yourself? And maybe you want to spend some time researching. 
Or maybe you just want to spend some time listening to your intuition. Use your intellect or your intuition and create blends for yourself. Now these may be blends that become aromatic dressing blends. They may be just a diffuser blend for the day. Or you might want to, you might find a real gem of one. And you might want to make that into a rollerball, which are those 10 mil kind of long glass things with a little roller on the top. And you can put the essential oils, put some fractionated coconut oil in them and wear that annoyance yourself throughout the day with that. Now, when I look at the different series signs, there are certain signs where you actually, one thing that makes you feel very nurtured and nourished is actually nourishing and giving to other people and being of service to other people. So this is a great time to even make up some rollerballs for other people. It could be for their health concerns, it could be for their breathing, their immunity, their sleep, their stress, or it could be for a more magical or mystical or esoteric reason. But the sitting there and, and playing and being creative, sometimes that just act of being creative, not it's not so much about I'm giving this to someone else, but playing and, and, and delving into that can be really quite nourishing and nurturing for you as well. The final thing that I'm going to recommend for nourishing and nurturing yourself is get out in nature. We know that nature is healing, and even if you don't have your essential oils with you, there's trees releasing essential oils into the air, so you can get them anytime. And even if you don't have your crystals with you, there's crystals under the earth, so you can go and get your crystal and your essential oil um, dose just getting out in nature. Not only that, but the animals are there and you can observe the animals and learn from the animals and the wind is there and all those healthy negative ions that float around near the water moving of waterfalls and oceans and streams and rivers. There are so many benefits that we've talked about in previous episodes about that as well. So I think one of the best ways we can nourish and nurture ourselves is getting out in nature and you know, nourishing ourselves with natural food. And if we think about Ceres, she put the fruits on the trees. So eat your fruits and your fresh vegetables and all those different things and the grains, all those natural foods. Nourish yourself and your body that way. She put all the flowers and the plants. Bring some flowers into your home or just pause. Examine flowers. Don't just smell them, but really look at them as well. And allow the gifts of Ceres, the natural gifts that were given to us for thousands and thousands of years and still given to us today, to nourish and nurture us to make sure that you're in contact with a natural way of living. And I think that is one of the best ways that you can nurture and nourish yourself. So, you've got a week to prepare, but you'll start to notice the shifts happening as the days unfold as we get towards series retrograde on the 3rd of February. Until then, or even before then, it's now time to take care of yourself so you can take care of other people And remember to always take care of Mother Earth. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram, as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.